Hello and welcome to Dance Talks. Today is December 17th, 2020. I'm your host, Andrea Cody, and my guest today is Cassandra Ream. Cassandra Ream is a performing arts specialist and educator. Cassandra, welcome to Dance Talks. Hey, thank you so much, Andrea. Thanks for being here. I'm excited yeah. to learn more about you. Can you tell us like from the beginning how you first learned to dance and develop your skills? Absolutely. So I have an incredible mother who enrolled me at a very young age of two. And thankfully from there, it was a joy ride. Um, yeah. I was able to travel a lot around a lot when I was younger. And so I was able to work with a lot of different teachers and specialists. Um, but most importantly, I, would f I believe that my most incredible amount of training really happened at home, which included a lot of daily stretching and self-practice. Um, um, I didn't have the luxury to go to class every day, so creating that opportunity for myself at home was wonderful. Uh, in my younger years, I studied academically in summer programs, such as Steps on Broadway, the internationally acclaimed Alvin Ailey, and the San Diego Ballet. Um, as well as Edge Performing Arts Scholarship Program. And I worked closely with Mandy Moore, Terry Beeman, and Dee Hillier, who were the catalysts to my career as a professional choreographer and educator. Amazing. Wow, thank you, Cassandra's mom, for making all those amazing opportunities available. That's incredible. And you really went coast to coast with that. Sure did, yep. We lived in Montana, Ohio, and then I studied extensively in California and New York. Awesome. So tell us about your courses. Absolutely. The online courses I developed are designed so that children and young adults can access more movement and opportunity in their dance education. Uh, the video learning allows students to study the precision of movement uh, learn at their own pace, and dance as often as they wish. The mission behind the courses and digital portfolio was to make advanced education accessible at the price that most people can afford. Nice, and where can they find you online? Uh, they can definitely find me on my website. And we will put that link in the show notes. Absolutely. Great. So how'd you get into the arts as an academic pursuit? Well, art education had a profound impact on the well-being of my life growing up. It allowed me to explore mental, physical, and emotional intelligence. And I believe there is nothing greater than the investment of exploring your own personal potential, which led me to becoming an educator and artist. Awesome. Will you share with us how your course works and uh, the kind of lesson you provide? Absolutely. So each course uh, offers about 24 different videos of learning, which are broken down between the four choreography routines, each about a minute in length. Uh, the genre offered is contemporary, jazz fusion, musical theater, and in some of the courses that are more advanced, contemporary point. Um, each course comes with a warm-up and mindful practices to attain a positive frame of mind. and all while learning the four different lesson plans. Okay, will you please give us your definition of contemporary dance? Oh, contemporary dance for me is very much a expression of authenticity. It is the language and the uh, personality of the choreographer. So I believe 
contemporary really identifies with whatever emotion the individual who created the work is feeling. Wonderful. Thank you. What's your creative process like? Oh, creative process. Uh, it varies based on the project, though as an educator, my process is to help the people recognize their own brilliance, uh, believe in themselves, and teach them about their infinite potential. As a choreographer, my process is to listen to your heart. And I know that sounds cheesy, but truly, <laughs> wherever the passion is, um, you're bound to tap into something brilliant and authentic. So. I enjoy exploring those new pathways of movement and feeling limitless in my creative process. Awesome. How else are you uh, sharing this work? You told me a little bit about a blog and a book. Can you tell us those details? Yeah. Um, I write a blog that just helps with breaking through mental barriers and uh, persevering past certain limited behavior that we've adopted and or just don't even realize that we're in habitual pattern with. So I'm really big into persevering past any sort of uh, thought process or ideas that limit us, because I think that we're all infinitely brilliant and have an incredible amount of potential if we give ourselves the chance or permission to um, learn about what we're capable of. So definitely working on uh, publishing a book in 2021 around that subject line, and then working on um, producing more courses so that students can have more accessibility to the online course curricula. Great. Mm -hmm. And how do you think your program makes your students feel? Well, the program for me is, uh, well, the program is the courses. And the mm -hmm. courses will help the students really identify with their personal self-worth and uphold a sense of ownership with advocating for their own creative processes. I believe that to create anything, we first must become it. So I think learning about your potential and capabilities is the foundation to a life of opportunity and success. So the courses will hopefully give each student the confidence to see their own um, or cr to create their own opportunity and to really work on investing in their own sense of self. Great. What's kind of the youngest age that you had in mind when you created these courses? Uh, well, for me, the courses are a combination of my former uh, dancers and so I offer as young as seven years old so the beginner intermediate courses are going to be great for any child with minimal dance experience and or adult with minimal dance experience and they get to emulate the dancers in the video that are, are of similar age um, though have been curated and rehearsed to precision so wonderful mm-hmm so seven and up. Seven and up. <laughs> cool. Starts at seven. Sure. How does this work really reflect who you are as a person and as an artist? Yes, the work I've created is really exemplifies um, who I am based on one's creative potential. I believe there's no limitations in what one can produce or become. 
and therefore the concepts and the mission behind the work is to really explore that vast amount of uh, intellectual intelligence through the physical, mental, and emotional state. And then secondly, I think from a place of authenticity, I think it's important to produce work that's never been either created before or ideas and concepts that are innovative. So I guess those would be the two to really exemplify what the work, um, how the work emulates who I am. Wow. Right. So it's like very self-expressive and, and reflective. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Um, is there, uh, uh, do you have like a motto for that? I believe that in order to create anything in life, we first must become it. And so learning about your own creative potential and really listening to your own passionate pursuits, which I believe begin with noticing the change you wish to see in the world or what it is that you could do to create and contribute to the betterment of the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Right on. And how do you define success? Oh, success. Mm -hmm. um, success to me is so many things, but for one is a deep appreciation for who you are and how you can change um, what you wish to see in the world like we just spoke about, but mostly through your passionate pursuits. Very cool. How have you developed your yourself as a professional in 2020? Uh, well, organizing my digital portfolio was a big step for me and to make accessible to not only a local community, but a global community, um, which I'm very grateful to have access to. Right. And it is a beautiful portfolio. Oh, thank you. Yeah. It's really, really breathtaking. Have you, have you, gotten any uh, connections uh, from other places that you know have just kind of come out of the blue or do you do you have a sense of um, that that reach happening absolutely I think the main focus for me right now is um, a lot of the students that are interested in the courses are really um, focused on maintaining the quality of their technique and physical uh, stamina so that when COVID is passed, they can persevere back into their passionate pursuits as a, in a dance career. Um, I've also noticed that private schools and charter schools are very interested in the coursework and influencing their students to take more art and form or artistic forms of expression for, I believe art is one of the most profound outlets when you can't uh, when you're going through what we're going through in the world with these unprecedented times and so many restrictions, uh, finding a form of a expression or being able to uh, create uh, is, is paramount to one's health and wellness. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> so where in the world are you? I am in uh, Tahoe, California. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's it like there? <laughs> it's uh, like a magical wonderland full of snow right now. And it's uh, just the most beautiful place I've ever lived. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It, it sounds lovely. What's, uh, so what's the dance situation there? 
Uh, not quite sure. I came up here to write my manuscript and get away from the crowds and just fell in love with the nature scape, uh, but plan to dive deeper into the community and check out what's going on here for sure. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Would you like to give any advice to parents who have these uh, kids ages seven and up and, you know, just from all of your experience, just seeing them as little artists um, that you might be able to share? Uh, definitely. Um, cool. I know, well, I've owned two performing arts schools and worked in the industry for over uh, 20 some years. And I guess for me, the one piece of advice would be to remember that no industry, company, or even trend could ever compromise the values and boundaries you set and uphold for the quality of your child's life. So to just stay strong in what you believe in and uh, for the well-being of your own child, for you will always be their greatest teacher. Yes. Yeah. How can people learn more from you? Well, everything's pretty much on my website, and uh, you guys can follow me on social feeds, uh, both on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. And are you available for anything personal, like a private lesson or sessions? Absolutely. I um, offer private sessions both from a group standpoint, like private Zoom classes, private one-on-one training um, and coaching. And I do have the digital portfolio of choreography that um, I have available for people to look at if they're interested in learning full routines. Oh, okay. So like a, if I was a school and I could browse your choreography and then you would set it on the students? Is that, is that what you're saying? Yeah, so so mm-hmm. with COVID and everything, um, a great way to prepare for the future and or a, whether it's a digital performance and or someday back in live person, um, the digital portfolio is 70, about 75 different routines that they can pick from in different genres. And then I will edit the video down so they can learn from the video a full length routine and then they can hire me or not to help clean and or offer uh, professional advice to prepare it for any sort of performance they'd like to put on. Great. Yeah. I, I heard that Hollywood may be getting an, except, an exemption from the uh, stay-at-home orders. Oh. Yeah, it was in the news a couple of days ago here, and it was like, <laughs> oh, huh. I wonder if that will include dance in some way that would be wonderful. I think people really need a creative outlet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dancing, dancing seems to be almost the polar opposite of uh, staying at home, social distancing, and <laughs> wearing extra garments. You know, <laughs> it's like a lot. <laughs> yeah, and the dancers are so expressive, and we really feed off the energy of each other, a room, our atmosphere. We just really vibe off of life and... <laughs> So being uh, isolated and, like you said, just having all these limitations can make us feel uh, restricted, but there's no need to feel that way. We can still pursue what we love to do um, and prepare for the future and just really remember that tomorrow is so much brighter than today. So, Yeah, you really <laughs> are. I mean, you, you obviously have the right attitude about it. Um, how... Maybe, do you have any advice for like the logistics of that? Like how do you do that on a maybe day-to-day basis? Well, I think 
everything comes down to how much self-worth, self-love, and uh, really listening to what fuels your own um, needs and takes quality care of your own health and wellness. So for me, I know when I was younger, I danced a lot at home because I wasn't always able to go to class every day like the other children. And just investing in my own self and giving myself permission to enjoy dancing even when I wasn't able to go to class was um, so liberating. And so I just want people to remember that today is not forever. And so we need to really think big picture about what tomorrow and the future looks like. And if you love to dance, just keep your endurance and stamina strong by dancing at home and doing it for yourself because you love to move in your body and explore your own sense of uh, creativity so that when classes get back into motion and we're able to go back to performing, we're, we haven't lost anything. We've only gained through this experience. Awesome. Yeah. What is your practice for doing solos at home? I think the daily commitment and uh, whether you're having a good day or you feel like dancing or you don't, just commit to your goals, show up. Um, the daily rehearsal of life continues to go on, so so should your practice and investment in yourself. So for a soloist, I say just persevere past the challenges, believe you're capable of doing it, practice, 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 and uh, notice the little victories, you know, notice the small triumphs. Yeah, cool. Yeah. What's on your horizon? Well, I'm going to finish uh, building. I have another about, oh gosh, 150 courses that I'm finishing. Wow. Yeah, a lot of courses. How many have you done? Oh, let's see. There's 24 courses and I've done three courses. So yeah, I mean, so I have about double that that I'm finishing up. And then I'm also publishing the book. So finishing up the book as well. Very cool. Yeah. Do you have a name for it yet? (laughs) That's still top secret. (laughs) Oh, it's secret. Oh, okay. Do tell us when you know. We We will be watching and seeing what Cassandra Ream is up to. Yeah. For sure. (laughs) would you like to share some words of encouragement oh words of encouragement some more Um, words of encouragement yeah I'm already feeling very encouraged thank you (laughs) I will continue to reiterate that the greatest investment any of us can make is to build a quality relationship with ourself and that means exploring uh, what you're passionate about because I think through what we're passionate about is where we discover our greatest sense of self to offer and contribute to the world. Let's close with this. What's an activity you recommend that we do right now? (laughs) Uh, Well, I'm always so energized by the outdoors, so I highly recommend getting outside. This morning I took a walk in the snowstorm and it just felt so wonderful. So get outside, breathe in fresh air. Remember that's your greatest asset and just be grateful for all the good things that are happening in your life. My guest today is Cassandra Ream. Cassandra, thank you for being a part of Dance Talks. Thank you so much, Andrea. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe and share our podcast and reach out to us on social media if you'd like to talk. To support Dance Talks, donate to Dance Houston. Talk to you on Monday.